it will make you a more kind of understanding patient person, uh, at least if you're going to make the most of it. I mean, it can piss you off and make you mad and ruin your week. But as long as you don't let it go that way, then I think there's a lot of benefits uh, in learning to, to travel uh, in foreign countries. Welcome back to The Grind. I'm your host, Ryan French. Our guest this week is Hayden Springer. His family, the Springer family, was one of the first uh, big stories I told. Uh, Just an amazing, great family who has been through so much. Wife Emma, uh, daughter Sage, and Hayden. So uh, before we get into the update on him, I want to just thank our sponsors. Uh, Have a new sponsor on board, Seed Golf. Seed Golf Balls are in 42 countries. You may not have heard of them, but a great golf ball just launched here in the United States. Direct-to-consumer, great, affordable golf ball. So SeedGolf.com, use a promo code, The Grind. SeedGolf.com, use a promo code, The Grind, get 20% off. Really, really great golf balls. The second uh, sponsor I want to thank is Golf Tech. There's probably a Golf Tech near you. Awesome training in a simulator they're going to give you all the steps you need, lesson plan to get better, all the technology there to make it happen. So find a golf tech near you and uh, use it. It's awesome. It's an awesome place to go. So back to Hayden, just an update on him. I talked to him. He was in Columbia. He's having a very solid Latino America tour. We talk about financial side, some great and uh, updates with Sage and an addition to the family. Again, just a wonderful family. Look forward to following them from now and for a long time. So Hayden Springer on the grind. Hayden, how are you, man? I'm doing well. Yeah, all good. So so tell the people uh, where you are currently uh, as we record. So I'm currently in Bucaramanga, Colombia. Uh, we were in Bogota last week. Uh, so this is the last two events uh, before the tour championship of the Latino America season. How's the Spanish? Uh, it's not good. <laughs> it's gotten better, though. I know I'm picking up on on a few more words. And uh, I think my comprehension is is best. But being able to get the accent right is uh, probably the hardest thing. Well, let, let's talk. So Hayden plays on the Latino America tour one of the biggest things that you know i've heard from a lot of guys getting used to is is kind of the travel what's that like hayden i mean is off the course uh, as big a learning curve as on the course when you play a foreign tour it's yeah that's probably accurate um to say it's um it's really i I mean for me i think it's the language barrier that makes things so difficult um and then culturally too uh it's different in uh latin america versus the united states and uh so it's definitely been there's been a learning learning curve and i think it's it's just kind of realizing that it's going to be different that it's probably going to be a long travel day on monday and you know things are not going to necessarily be perfectly smooth um and just kind of being patient with that and um yeah, I mean, that's – but overall, I think it's probably 
it will make you a more um, kind of understanding patient person, uh, at least if you're going to make the most of it. Uh, I mean, it can piss you off and make you mad and ruin your week. But as long as you don't let it go that way, then I think there's a lot of benefits uh, in learning to, to travel uh, in foreign countries. So what's your point standing right now? It was like 18th the last time I checked. Where are you at right now, Aiden? I'm 20th after last week. So for the people listening, uh, one through five, you get some sort of corn fairy status. One, you'll have full status for the entire season. Two, you'll get, and three, get some stars, four and five. It's, it's not, not great status, but you do get a chance to improve it at final stage. Uh, top 10, get to final stage. Top 20, I think, Hayden, goes to directly to second stage, right? It's 20 or 25. It might be top 25. So, like, in this, where you're at, I mean, a win basically gets you a Corn Ferry card in the next couple of weeks. Uh, I mean, do you have to block that out, Hayden? I mean, I know, it's impossible to block out, I, I know. But, like, as much as you can, do you, do you try to block it out? Um, not so much because it's so obvious that, that that's what's required in, in 12 events. Um, you, well, it's not necessarily a requirement, but you can look at the top 10 right now and you can see that it's full of winners, uh, this season. So, um, I think that it's, it's just one of those things that's, it's clear that winning is, is pretty important, uh, on this tour. And so, I mean, that's kind of, but I think it's when you step out and go and, you know, start the tournament on Thursday, it's, it's the same as every week. I mean, I'm not showing up to, to lose. I'm showing up to win. So I think it's, it's pretty much the same mindset. Uh, if I'm playing a corn Ferry event or this event or a mini tour, it's, I mean, I'm stepping on that tee to, to play well and to win. And, and so, but yeah, I mean, it's these last two events now. It's like, yeah, if I want to go get a corn ferry card, I need to win a golf tournament. In the back of your mind, are you thinking about like 20, you know, the cutoffs? Like 10 gets you into, I mean, 10, you're a corn ferry member. Obviously, you'd have to play well at the final stage. But like, do you, does, does that enter your thought process, Aiden, or is it very much like, hey, I'm trying to get in the top five? The rest will just kind of take care of itself. Yeah, I mean, that's, I think it's best to, to shoot for the ultimate goal, you know, and uh, I don't think there's any real reason to to kind of try and just secure a top 20 spot or, you know, it's, let's go try and get, get that done on, and get on Corn Ferry. And, um, but, I mean, there's also benefits to, to meeting those other uh, levels as well. So, I mean, there would, you know, it, it's just kind of, I mean, my thing is like, I want to know where all of those things and where I stand, but I also want to, whenever I step out on the course, it's just focus and do what I always do and, and try and play good golf. And, and then, I mean, control the things that I can control. And at that point, let the other stuff shake out. What, for those listening that foreign tours are some of the most expensive tours, there are a little bit easier in Latin America, but by no means easy uh, travel is expensive, uh, those kind of things. Did you kind of know, I mean, you obviously have to go into a year like this financially, uh, Hayden, really just as an investment. Is that how you look at it? An investment in your career? I mean, 
to give people some perspective, Hayden has played 10 tournaments or something and made $23,000. So I would guess he's probably in the hole <laughs> for the year. Uh, 23,000 doesn't go too far in professional golf. So um, do you have to just look at it as an investment? Hayden, is that, is that kind of the perspective you, when you go and play one of these tours like Canada, Canada or Latin America? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just the upfront cost to get to, it's like uh, being an entrepreneur and starting a business. I mean, I think it's, it kind of parallels with that a little bit as far as uh, there's going to be a, an upfront cost that, that kind of has to be paid to get to where uh, you want to be and where the money is. Um, But I mean, I think that that's something that's, that's important to talk about to, uh, are there ways to increase purse sizes at this level, at the next level? And, uh, you know, but yeah, for the most part, it's, it's, um, it's an investment. You're not, you're not getting rich, uh, on the PGA tour, Latino America or in Canada or, you know, many tours, anything like that. For, Hayden can't say this because he's on a tour and he's too nice of a guy, but it's absolutely insane that, a guy is playing on the third best tour under the PGA tour umbrella or tied for third Canada and Latin America, you would assume are relatively tied. He's 18th on the money list or 19th on the money list and losing money. I mean, it's just, it's completely unfair to professionals. I hope it changes. Uh, I, I think obviously live can be an entire his own conversation, but the trickle down effect, uh, of what is happening in live, I hope is that developmental golf because the PJ tour handcuffs you, you have to play the corn Ferry tour at the minimum. Most 90% of golfers are going to have to play some tour below that prior to the corn Ferry tour. They're not going to get through Q school their first time. They have to be able to make a living. Uh, and, and no one wants anyone to get rich on the Latino American tour. But if you're the 20th best golfer on the Latino America, maybe breaking even could be, a goal. <laughs> so yeah. I know Hayden, Hayden's too nice of a guy to say that, but it's the truth. So hopefully there's changes coming in pro golf because of live. Hopefully one of them is that that developmental tour golf on the PGA tour side is, is better funded uh, than it is now. Um, so let's talk family side of it. Uh, big changes uh, coming, big, big announcements. Uh, I'll let you tell the people it's not, it's not my job. Yeah, we have uh, another little girl on the way, um, about uh, almost 20 weeks now. So uh, end of October is the, the due date. So we'll have two two little girls now. And uh, excited, scared, all of the above? Uh, I think all of the above, <laughs> of course. Uh, but I mean, we, we uh, I mean, Sage is, is so amazing and, and, you know, she is had we've been through so much uh, with her and and, you know, it's not a typical experience as far as uh, parenthood and your first child and all of that stuff. And so um, I think that we um, I mean, we are also looking forward to hopefully having that typical experience and getting to go through some of those things that we didn't get to go through with Sage. Um, you know, so that's kind of an exciting thing for us, uh, new territory that even though we're parents, we're probably going to have another learning curve with some of those things. 
But uh, I mean, that's that's what I think we we've been talking about a lot. It's just kind of the excitement as far as getting to have that typical experience, um, which it doesn't take away anything from Sage and and the experience there. I mean, that's um, you know, it's an amazing experience and, and all that we've been through. And, and, you know, she's, uh, I think that there's a lot of things that we've benefited from that experience as well, um, just in life. And, and that's going to help us in this new experience as well, um, you know, with some other things. But I think that's probably the, the biggest excitement is maybe getting to go through some of those things as well. Where does the due date fall in relation to Q school? And I mean, this is what professional <laughs> golfers have to think about. I mean, this is, right. this is their life. So what, what's the due date? It's, I think it's October 28th. Oh no. Yeah. It's relatively close to Q school. So we need to get yes. that baby out on time. Yes. We, my, my wife, Emma has been, uh, we've been talking about that. Cause she's like, well, what are you going to do? What's, you know, <laughs> what are you gonna, and I'm like, we're going to have to cross that bridge. Yeah, I'm going to play there. Q school. You just don't want to say it. I'm going to say it right. for you. Right? <laughs> He's playing Q school. I don't know. Hopefully I can. I mean, really, I mean, this is just more pressure. Hey, not that you don't need your own pressure, but more pressure to win in the next three weeks. So you can just be like, yeah, okay. I can, you know, right. Like, yeah. That's win exactly. the money list, win two out of the next three, win the money list and go like, Oh yeah, I don't even have to go to Q school. You know? Right. Yep. Yep. That's uh, Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's catch up on the health of uh, of Sage. I, I talked to you, Hayden, and I talked off and on, um, and uh, Sage was in the hospital. So, just a, a quick update on on her health, Hayden. Yeah, she the winter was tough. She was in the hospital uh, four different times uh, with different um, illnesses: rhinovirus, human metanumovirus, just different common colds. Um, that for her are just a little bit tougher to get over. Um, and so we, she was in the hospital four times. Um, and you know, it's not fun being in the, having those stays seven to 10 days typically, and, uh, kind of up and down. Um, but I guess it's been now maybe a month and a half since we were last in the hospital. Uh, and so she's, uh, she's recovering really well and, and, and doing, I mean, she's doing great right now. Uh, she's super happy and going into all of her therapies and working hard. Um, but she's healthy. Yeah. Now she's, she's healthy. And I think as the, you know, it's warmer and summer and all of that, she should hopefully be able to avoid those, those illnesses. Since your story came out, Hayden, I mean, your family's story, not your story, everyone's story. Uh, I assume a lot of people have have reached out and and your wife is is doing some of the things that were important to her. I assume a lot of families that are going through the things that you have gone through have reached out. Is that is that kind of the case? Yeah, we've had uh, a lot of support. A lot of people reach out, It was especially after the U.S. Open, uh, kind of during the U.S. Open week, right after um there were a ton of people who uh, were messaging us and a, a lot of people with similar experiences um, to us and a lot of people that had similar experiences, but their children had passed away. And, you know, that, that really, 
it hits home and, and it hurts your heart. And, but it's also, uh, you know, we, outside of that, we've had a ton of support and a lot of people who have, you know, whether it's become uh, followers on social media or fans or financial support, all of that stuff. Um, you know, so we've been very fortunate from all of that, but, but yeah, it's been, it's been a lot of support and I mean, we're, we're super grateful for, for all of those people. And what, what's the, I mean, I know it's hard because someone tries to tell me there really is no outlook because it just is so new. Is, is there an outlook Hayden? I mean, or is it kind of just playing it day by day or week by week, whatever that, that time frame is that you guys look at it? Right. As far as uh, the new data that's, that's coming out, the new research, um, it points more to uh, like as you get as stage or someone with trisomy 18 gets older, um, it's kind of I think that, you know, we were kind of talking about like at six months, once you reach six months, it's you're more likely to reach a year. Once you reach a year, you're more likely to reach two years. So it's kind of that uh, progression. But it's also pointing to a lot to uh, the medical care that's received. Uh, if you can get the, the right medical care at the right times, um, that plays a huge role in life expectancy and quality of life and all of that. Uh, I don't think that there's any clear answer to uh, how long a person with trisomy 18 will live or should live. Um, but I just know that, that as long as they're able to get the right medical care and get the stuff that they need, that uh, it's only getting their, their life expectancy is growing uh, with, with that kind of stuff. So, um, I mean, there's no, no real answer, but I know that at least how I see it, there is, um, you know, I don't think it's necessarily day by day at this point. I think early on it was day by day. Um, you know, now she's much more stable and she's bigger and stronger and, and all of that stuff. And so she can handle a lot more, uh, so I don't think it's necessarily day by day, but, uh, it's just like over the winter, we were in the hospital four times. Like yeah, we don't, we don't, just, don't take anything for granted, even though it's not day right. Day, right. Day by day. Right. Um, what's, what's the golf plan outside the, I mean, in three weeks, well, I think there's a week off four weeks, you, you know, your Latino America, uh, season's over. What's the plans after that? Um, yeah, we have, we have two more tournaments. We have this week and then a week off, and then we're playing the tour championship in Tulum um, at the end of the month. Um, yeah, after that, I think I'm kind of looking at playing a bunch of Mondays and trying to to do that. I, I like doing Mondays. Um, That's so, yeah. <laughs> uh, but that, play mini tours, maybe some state opens, uh, and then we'll see where I finish up on the points list and if I can get to a uh, final stage and, you know, yeah. however, or, you know, get my card or however it shakes out um, from there uh, and then kind of get ready for Q school if I need to. Talking about, because you're not sitting far enough back where I can see your logo. So talk about some of the companies that have like kind of come on board since your story has, has reached out or, or people that are helping you out a little bit financially. 
Yeah. So right now I, I have um, a company called Signal and then another company, Evolve, and a company, Bloomscape. Um, and it's all came about from uh, the same person. Um, he has a, a stake in all of those companies and uh, he has a daughter with Trisomy 18 who uh, I believe is 17 years old. And so he, uh, through friends, saw my story, um, our story on during the U.S. Open week. And then uh, all last year, we had kind of um, gone back and forth and, and got to know each other and talk. And, uh, and then he, he wanted to have a few of his companies uh, sponsor me for this year and, and help us out in that way. Um, and so that's been, that's been amazing. It's kind of something that, that was, uh, totally unexpected, but, uh, was one of the coolest experiences to get that, that phone call and, and get to talk to him and get to, to learn that he has a daughter with trisomy 18 as well, and had a very similar experience, uh, you know, almost 20 years ago, uh, as far as having a heart surgery and, and all of these things and, and trying to find medical care. Uh, and so that, yeah, I mean, that, that, that's been pretty amazing to, to get to have that. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, those, that, those companies are, are sponsoring me and, um, you know, that's yeah. part of it. I mean, to, to give some people some perspective, like obviously from a, from a personal standpoint, because of the story, it means as much, but like from a career perspective to have some, some financial stability, it, I assume it just frees you up on the golf course. I mean, again, for the people listening, you're, you're not making any money on the Latino America tour. You're losing money most often. So you're really just trying to advance your career. So to have a six footer to make the cut, not that it's not a ton of pressure. It obviously is, but it's not that financial pressure that's also hanging over you on top of the career pressure. Right. I assume that like, Hey, I can, you know, get an exit row. I mean, and these are little things that pro golfers, you know, especially flying internationally, you know, it's important. Right. So, I mean, just talk about the, having some sponsors and having some financial backing that what it means to your playing career. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, um, I, I don't know how you can really go about it any other way. Um, you know, the, it costs money to, to go travel, to enter these events, to play Q school, um, you know, to stay in hotel, like just the, just the general expenses every week. Um, I mean, it's for me, it's been nice to have uh, to know that I have the financial backing that I can play this tour and play 12 events. Um, and, you know, the, that, that I'm going to be able to pay for that and get to play those tournaments. And, and the reality is, like you said, you know, breaking even, maybe not making money and making a little bit of money. It's, it's, it's just the money is not really there as far as, I need to make this cut so I can play the next week. And I mean, there's just, fortunately, I I've had support from a group of guys um, back home that, that put together some, a, a pot of money uh, as an investment in me. Uh, and that got me started in pro golf. And uh, you know, I think that's another side of you have sponsors, but then there's also the investor side. Uh, and that works for a lot of people as well as, 
family, friends can pool together money and, um, you know, you, you make it work that way. But I, I really, I mean, I think it's one of the biggest barriers to entry into pro golf and to the PGA tour is just purely having enough money to go play enough events to, to get yourself in a position uh, to play on the PGA tour. Hayden, uh, I mean, you're one of the, like I said, one of the first big stories I did that obviously took off and Ben, people listening, Ben is the person who's videoed and been with uh, the Springers a couple, three times and they've become kind of friends and uh, it's been obviously the players that I write about and fire pit kind of follows, you know, extra meaning and uh, obviously, you know, I'm a fan and it's awesome to see you playing well. Let's uh, might as well win this week, man. And then we'll, uh, we'll add five minutes on to the end of this podcast next week. Right. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be great. I love that. <laughs> awesome. Thanks again, Hayden. Oh, yeah, awesome. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it.